أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما نافعا السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Welcome to the Reflections on the Risale-i Nur by Bedi-Uzzaman Said Nursi podcast series. You can listen to this series wherever you listen to your podcasts or at the website www.reflections-rn.org. In this episode, inshallah, we will continue reading the 10th word. The 10th word is about the verity, the reality, the existence of resurrection the accounting, the hereafter. We began with a story in which two brothers, two friends find themselves in a paradise-like world. They are new to this place and they are trying to understand what is going on here. One of them sees order, wisdom, justice, the presence of a somebody in charge in everything he witnesses. And then he also thinks that because there is somebody in charge, this person, this this somebody in charge will take the residents of this place to account with regard to how they use what is provided to them in this place. Because they see that people leave their doors open and there are abusers here. Everything is orderly. Everything is perfect. Everybody is doing their duties. Everybody is fulfilling their responsibilities. But then there are a minority of abusers and they walk into houses the doors of which they find open and they steal things they abuse others so the wise one among these two friends thinks that the person who is in charge if he is not taking care of this here there must be a place in the future where he is going to take care of everything everything will be settled the other one says no it is you know, as is, we I, I will just walk in and become an abuser too. And then the wise friend is now trying to convince the other one with evidences, with proofs that he is wrong. What is happening here actually points to the existence of a hereafter, another world that is to come after what is being witnessed here. And he is providing, the wise friend is providing proofs to the other one to show that this is the case. We read the first two proofs. We read about we read the first two ways in order to, to two ways of proving the existence of a hereafter. Inshallah today we will continue with the third one. The third proof or the third way to prove the existence of a hereafter. Bak ne kadar ali bir hikmet bir intizamla işler dönüyor. Look, how things are being taken care of with such a high level of wisdom and orderliness. The words that are being used here are hikmet and intizam. Hikmet is, wisdom is a good translation, but if we think it more deeply, if we try to analyze what it really means, it means purposefulness. This friend is saying, look around. Everything is serving a purpose. That there is nothing that is futile. The sun is sending its rays to the earth. Those rays are turning into heat and light in the atmosphere and the surface of the uh, face of the earth. 
and then that light and heat is serving the purpose of bringing about life on earth the plants are consuming it the uh, animals are benefiting from it in the sea on the land the sea is providing transportation for people the fish live in the water and they are given organs that enable them to literally suck out oxygen from water the land animals and human beings are given organs that enable them to absorb oxygen from the atmosphere the plants are given roots and then when you observe everything is serving a purpose there is purposefulness there is nothing that is futile even the things that might seem insignificant uh, purposeless uh, to us as science advances as our understanding of the creation progresses we see that there is a wisdom in this too and then we, we are surprised every day we are surprised especially for those who follow the advancement in science and medicine biology so there is purposefulness everything is done to serve a purpose this is what this friend is observing around and there is orderliness everything remains within their bounds we talked a lot about this in the uh, previous two uh, proofs too there is wisdom purposefulness and there is orderliness this is what we observe around and when we read these proofs we should keep in mind that we are first looking around the world that we live in this paradise-like place that the two friends found themselves in and we found ourselves ourselves in the world that we live in the universe we are looking around and we are observing this purposefulness justice orderliness harmony um, mercifulness all of these proofs that have come and that are to come we observe them around and then we see exceptions to them remember the abusers in this story we see exceptions to them and we know that these are exceptions but then we also think the person the one who is in charge here has so much power so much wisdom so much of all of these qualities in order power mercy compassion justice and everything else that is to come we don't expect him to let this go but it appears to be let go here in this world that we live then we say okay this is not what we expect from him uh, and that that certain knowledge certain knowledge that we deduce from observing our universe we don't expect this from him if we expected this from him that would be an insult on him that would be uh, offending him this is not acceptable the the intellect does not take this does not accept this then we say okay then there must be a another world there must be another place where he is taking care of this where he is settling things where he is establishing justice so we look at the rule and we look at the exception and from the exception we deduce that there must be another place where the rule is going to continue be the norm going to continue to be established look how all affairs are being taken care of with such a high level of wisdom and orderliness hem ne kadar hakiki bir adalet bir mizanla muameleler görülüyor and also look how the transactions are being affected with such a true real justice and and balance 
Halbuki hikmeti hükümet ise saltanatın cenahı himayesine iltica eden mültecilerin tatifini ister. Now that this being said, wisdom of government requires uh, that, that those who take refuge in the protection of the sultana, the royal power, will be rewarded, will, will be given favors. Now the, there's a key word here, wisdom of government. This is usually used for uh, you know, worldly governments and of course we are doing comparisons here. We are deducing information from what we what we observe in the real world, in the world that we live in, about the a higher level of reality, wisdom of government. Government requires certain purposes to be established. Government requires behavior in certain ways, because if that is that is not preserved, the rule will be ruined. In in real life governments, people will rebel. They will not recognize the authority of the government. In the previous episodes, we saw that there is a perfect royal power that is in charge here. And this perfect royal power is governing. In charge means it is governing. And therefore, it will have wisdom because we already said there is tremendous amount of wisdom in everything, purposefulness. It's not going to do something that is going to contradict its purposes. So, this Wisdom that government requires entails requires that those who take refuge in the in the royal power will be rewarded. They will be given favors. They will be taken care of. Adalet ise raiyetin hukukunun muhafazasını ister. Ta hükümetin haysiyeti, saltanatın haşmeti muhafaza edilsin. Justice, on the other hand, requires the preservation of the rights of the subjects so that the honor of the government the majesty of the royal power will be preserved halbuki şu yerlerde o hikmete o adalete layık binden biri icra edilmiyor then we turn around and we see again we are looking now we are looking at the exceptions too we look around and we see that not even one out of a thousand of what we would see is befitting of that wisdom and justice we just observed is being executed here. We look around, we see you know, justice being executed, we see wisdom being executed, but when we focus on those abusers, we think, no, we don't, this is not what we expect. We are not seeing here not even a one in a thousandth of what we expect. And the abusers, again, is going to be human beings and and the jinn those who have partial will everything otherwise is subject to this wisdom this royal power this mercy this orderliness and so on and so forth but for reasons again this is not against the wisdom for for even higher uh, purposes wisdoms humans and jinn are given partial will so they do things that are that they are not commanded to do that and they do things that they are commanded not to do they do things that contradict the wisdom that's out there and then we say okay this is not what we expected from this power and then but we look around and we cannot doubt this power either because it is real it is everywhere it is so glaring 
that we can we, we cannot turn our back to it we cannot deny it it is there but this is not what we expect from it then we say there must be an aspect of what is going on here that we do not see there must be something else happening behind this wall the, the, the behind this veil of the unseen that we do not witness but we can deduce from everything else that it does exist it is there senin gibi sersemler çoğu ceza görmeden buradan göçüp gidiyorlar. Empty-headed people like you, and of course here the two friends are speaking with each other, or we are speaking to our compulsive soul and the Satan. Empty-headed people like you, who deny the existence of a hereafter, that justice will be established, etc., are leaving this place, moving on from this place, without being punished. Demek bir mahkemeyi kübraya bırakılıyor. In that case, this is being left to a greater, to a supreme tribunal, to a supreme court. Dördüncü suret, the fourth proof, the fourth way to prove the existence, verity of a hereafter. Bak, hattu hesaba gelmeyen şu sergilerde olan misilsiz mücevherat, şu sofralarda olan emsalsiz matumat gösteriyorlar ki, bu yerlerin padişahının hadsiz bir sehaveti, hesapsız dolu hazineleri vardır. Look, there are innumerable, innumerable peerless displays all around here. And in these displays, we see being exposed, being displayed peerless gems. And we see innumerable tables spread. And on these tables, again, we see peerless, unmatched, unparalleled dishes, food, meals, different kinds of delicious food uh, spread out in, in banquets all over the place. Everywhere we see displays and banquets and they are filled with beautiful, peerless gems, uh, gems that, like, that make your jaw fall, food, delicious, that make you want to eat more. And these all show something. What do they show? Bu yerlerin padişahının hadsiz bir sehaveti hesapsız dolu hazineleri vardır. These all show that the sultan of these places, the king, master of these places, has a boundless generosity and has uncountable treasures. Treasures full of you know, gems and, and, and wealth that the amount of which we cannot even count or imagine. Halbuki böyle bir sahavet ve tükenmez hazineler daimi ve istenilen her şey içinde bulunan bir darı ziyafet ister. Now that being said, a generosity like this and the existence of infinite treasures like this require the presence of a banquet place requires the presence of a continual, unending place of feast that is going to con contain, that's going to be able to take everything that this master, that this king, sultan is able to offer. Hem ister ki o ziyafetten telezzüz edenler orada devam etsinler. Moreover, it also requires, because there is generosity, and the generosity is infinite. If the generosity is not ending, unending generosity right? if the generosity is not ending the place of of uh, providing the, the the place of bestowing what that generosity bestows needs to continue too and those who are benefiting from it also need to continue 
hem ister ki o ziyafetten, televiz edenler orada devam etsinler. It also entails, requires that those who taste and enjoy that feast should also continue there, continue to be there. Taze var ve firak ile elem çekmesinler. So that they do not, they are not pained with the ending and separation of these pleasures. Çünkü zevali elem lezzet olduğu gibi zevali lezzet dahi elemdir. Because as the ending of cessation of pain is pleasure, the cessation of pleasure is pain. This is again one of those beautiful sentences that we can see in the Risale-i Nur that you can write beautifully on a piece of paper and hang on the wall. Because as the cessation of pain is pleasure, the cessation of pleasure is pain. And in every pleasure that we enjoy in this world and that may lead us to exceed the bounds, we should remember this. It is going to end and it is going to leave behind a pain and there is a pain in it because it is going to end and that should lead us to thinking about a place where it is not going to end. Bu sergilere bak ve şu ilanlara dikkat et. Look at these displays. Pay attention to these announcements. Ve bu dellallara kulak ver ki muciz nüma bir padişahın antika sanatlarını teşkil ve teşhir ediyorlar. And uh, give your ear, listen to these announcers that they are uh, describing and displaying, showing the antique arts of a miraculous, miracle working king, sultan. Kemalatını gösteriyorlar. They are showing his perfections. Misilsiz cemali manevisini beyan ediyorlar. They are declaring his unmatched metaphysical beauty. The unmatched beauty that is in the meanings that we can deduce from all of these things. Hüsnü mahfisini letaifinden bahsediyorlar. Hüsnü mahfisinin letaifinden bahsediyorlar. They are talking about the subtleties of his hidden beauty. Demek onun pek mühim, hayret verici kemalat ve cemali manevisi vardır. In that case, he has very significant, awe-inspiring, wondrous perfections and metaphysical beauties. So we are emphasizing the word metaphysical here because we are talking about God, and we we need to we need not to confuse that with the kind of beauty that we see around, like when we look at the butterfly or the flower or the firmament in, on a clear night or the surface of the ocean when the sun is setting or rising these are all beauties and they are beautiful but they are physical beauties and they are mere manifestations of the a, a you know a tiny bit of a reflection of god's beauty they are manifestations they are something they are something that reflects on a mirror they give us an idea about the beauty of god but they are not measures that we can use in order to measure God's beauty. God's beauty is something different from this. It is in a different dimension that we cannot perceive with our limited minds. But we can have a sense of it. We can fill our hearts with a sense of it by contemplating on the physical beauty that we see around. And this is the case for all uh, contemplation that leads us to God. We contemplate the creation. We see qualities in the works in this in, in the uh, works of God. We take them as signs that lead us to God. But then we also acknowledge that whatever we think God to be, God is beyond that. 
this is all an approximation that is going to help us purify our hearts, fill our hearts with love of God and respect for Him and fear of Him and awe of Him and so on and so forth. But that is not going to give us definitive answers to what God is. We will not say this is this is God. We are not going to to assume that we understood the quiddity of God. No, we do not do that. God is far beyond that and we need to preserve far more respect uh, before God than assuming that uh, may God protect us from, from that, assuming that we understood his infinite beauty. His beauty is infinite of a different kind. Therefore, we are saying metaphysical beauty here. Demek onun tek mühim hayret verici kemalat ve cemali manevisi vardır. In that case, he has many very significant, awe-inspiring, wondrous perfections and metaphysical beauties. Gizli kusursuz kemal ise takdir edici, istihsan edici, maşallah deyip müşahede edicilerin başlarında teşhir ister. So that hidden and perfect, you know, without any defects, defectless, peckless, uh, perfection uh, requires that it is uh, displayed to those who are going to observe it and then and then acknowledge its beauty and say mashallah what is what is it that god has created mashallah this is a, an expression of appreciation those who will appreciate those who will acknowledge the beauty in it and then they will say mashallah oh, what what is it what a thing that god has created here with an exclamation mark so this kind of hidden peckless perfect perfection requires those who are going to observe it, observe it uh, observers, and it requires, it entails that it is going to be displayed to those who can, who can observe and appreciate it. So not to everybody. It is hidden. It is not going to be shown to those who cannot appreciate it. It is far too precious, far too beautiful, far too sublime to be shown to everybody. But there are those who can appreciate it, acknowledge its beauty, and this kind of hidden perfect perfection requires that it be displayed to those who can appreciate it. Mahfi nazirsiz cemal ise görünmek ve görmek ister. And then veiled and unmatched beauty requires or entails or wants. The, the word that Stadnursi use, uses here literally is want but we can translate it as entails. Hidden, veiled, unmatched beauty entails to be seen and to see. What does this mean? We probably talked about this in some of the earlier episodes. We know this from ourselves. This, all of this, we, we, these are being built on a priori knowledge that we have in our intellects and that we observe in, in the uh, creation that we look around. We know this from ourselves. Think of a you know, five-year-old child who has drawn a beautiful picture the moment he finishes it, he's going to want to show it to his, his parents or the people around him, and he will want to be appreciated. So these kinds of qualities that we find in our human nature are there to help us understand our Lord. They are a kind of standard, a kind of point of comparison for us to think about our Lord. We know that those who have such beauty want it to be seen, and they also want to see it. 
Yani kendi cemalini iki vecihle görmek. Biri muhtelif aynelerde bizzat müşahede etmek. Diğeri müştak seyirci ve mütehayyiri istihsan edicilerin müşahedesiyle müşahede etmek ister. That is to see its beauty, its own beauty in two ways. One is to observe it, to behold it in various mirrors. And the second is to um, to to behold it with the beholding of those who are in love with it and who are in awe of it and who know how to appreciate its beauty. Hem görmek, hem görünmek, hem daimi müşahede, hem ebedi işhad ister. It entails it wants to see and also to be seen and it wants continual beholding and it also wants to be beheld continually. Hem o daimi cemal, müştak seyirci ve istihsan edicilerin devamı vücutlarını ister. In that case, that continual beauty requires the continuity of the existence of those spectators and appreciators to continue. And that continual beauty entails once requires the continuity of the existence of those spectators who are in love with it and who know how to appreciate it, who appreciate it. Çünkü daimi bir cemal, zail müştaka razı olamaz. Because a continual beauty will not agree to a temporal lover. It will not agree to a temporal ending uh, admirer. Zira dönmemek üzere zevale mahkum olan bir seyirci, zevalin tasavvuruyla muhabbeti adavete döner, hayret ve hürmeti tahkire meyleder. This is important because a spectator who is doomed to being uh, executed, whose existence uh, will come to end, and he knows this, He's, he knows that he is doomed to non-existence without any return, a spectator who is doomed to non-existence without any return, will then start to imagine, uh, think about that end, that ultimate and certain end, and because of this, his love will start to transform into, turn into enmity. His awe and respect will start to turn into contempt. Çünkü insan bilmediği ve yetişmediği şeye düşmandır. Because man is an enemy of what he does not know or what he cannot achieve. Halbuki şu misafira, misafirhanelerden herkes çabuk gidip kayboluyor. Now that being said, everybody is passing through these guest houses quickly and disappearing. O kemal ve o cemalin bir ışığını, belki zayıf bir gölgesini bir anda bakıp doymadan gidiyor. They are looking for a moment and they are moving on, leaving without being satiated, without being uh, able to be satiated with a ray of that beauty, a ray of that perfection, even a weak a shadow of that beauty and perfection. They look, they get a glimpse of that beauty, that perfection. They get a glimpse of the rays of the shadows of that beauty and perfection and then they move on without being satiated. Everybody who comes here moves on with a sense of something being deficient. Insatiation. Everybody who comes here moves on with a sense of insatiation. And when we think of it, this is not what would become that 
generosity. This is not what will become that wealth, uh, that, that, that beauty and perfection. That beauty and perfection, we said, entails the continuity of admiring spectators. And the spectators here are given a moment, they, as if they blink their eyes and they're gone. They, they see a little bit of it, and they are filled with desire to see more, and they move on. Demek bir seyrangahı daimiye gidiliyor. In that case, it is necessary that they are moving on to a place of observation, place of beholding that is continual, that is eternal. Where they, they will be able to behold and contemplate this for good, forever. Beşinci suret, the fifth proof, the fifth way in which this friend is proving the existence of a hereafter to his other friend. Bak bu işler içinde görünüyor ki o misilsiz zatın pek büyük bir şefkati vardır. Look, in all these affairs it is visible. We can see that that matchless, peerless being, person, has great compassion. Again, we are looking at the rule. We are looking at the norm around in the universe. And there are exceptions to it. We know that those exceptions are going to be related to, are related to the partial will of humans and the jinn. But otherwise, if the partial will of the humans and the jinn do not intervene, everything is in a state of perfection. And in that state of perfection, we also observe that there is perfect compassion. Everything is being provided with their needs. Çünkü her musibet zedenin imdadına koşturuyor. Because... Uh, this person that we know is in charge is running to assist all those who find themselves in states of calamity. Every victim of, of misfortune is being helped. Her suale ve matluba cevap veriyor. He is responding to every question, every demand. Hatta bak en edna bir hacet, en edna bir raiyetten görse şefkatle kaza ediyor. Look, even when he sees a most simple, most lowly uh, need from a most lowly subject of his, he is taking care of it in a state of compassion, with compassion. Bir çobanın bir koyunu bir ayağı incinse ya merhem ya baytar gönderiyor. If the foot of the sheep of a shepherd is wounded, he is either standing a self or a uh, veterinary. Somebody, he's sending something. Somebody to take care of it. Gel gidelim. Şu adada büyük bir içtima var. Come, let's go. There's a great gathering on this island. Bütün memleket eşrafı orada toplanmışlar. The four coming people, the notable people of the entire country have gathered there. Bak, büyük bir nişanı taşıyan bir yaveri ekrem bir nutuk okuyor. Look, a most noble aide de camp bearing exalted decorations is reading an oration, giving an oration over there on that island. O şefkatli padişahından bir şeyler istiyor. He is asking for things from that compassionate sultan. Look, what, what is he asking for? He is asking for things from that compassionate sultan. 
Bütün ahali evet evet biz de istiyoruz diyorlar. And the entire population, all those who are present, are also saying, yes, yes, we too desire the same, we too demand the same, we too ask for the same. Onu tasdik ve teyyid ediyorlar. They affirm him and they assent to his words. Şimdi dinle, bu padişahın sevgilisi diyor ki, now listen, the beloved of the sultan is saying, now we, this aide de camp, is beloved to this sultan. He, the sultan allowed him to be the person to give this oration among all the notables of the population that are here. He is chosen. We know that he is chosen because he is standing there on top of all the notables, the best, the, the cream of the crop of the people who reside in this land. He is chosen among them and he is given this oration. And he is saying something. What is he saying? What is he asking for? Ey bizi nimetleriyle perverde eden sultanımız. O our sultan who has surrounded us with all of his blessings. Bize gösterdiğin numunelerin ve gölgelerin asıllarını, menbaalarını göster. Show us the origin sources and realities of the blessings, the demonstrations, the examples, the shadows that you have shown us here. Now think of a fair where all kinds of producers go in order to demonstrate their products. Usually what will happen is they will not be able to take everything that they produce to this display, this, this fair, because they will have a limited amount of space there and limited amount of attention from people too. They will take demonstrations, demos, examples of what they produce. Sometimes they will take catalogs. And then you go there and you look in the catalog and sometimes you like it. Wow, let's say it's an outfit. I like this outfit. But it is a it is a picture. It is on a it's a you know printed on a page in a book. It is a picture. You cannot take it and put on yourself. But you know that that they are able to produce this and if you order it they are able to uh, give it to you. So you fill out an order form and it comes to you or you go get it, you take it. So the the representation, the, the example that has been given to us here is that the world is like that place of demos. The world is like a fair where everything is shown to us in the form of their, in their catalog form. The, what we see here is not the reality of what is out there. What we see here is not the origin, the source of what is out there. The source, the reality, the origin is much more beautiful and this beloved ate the comp who is elected among all other residents of the place, is turning to the king and asking him, O oh Lord, O oh Master, O oh King, O oh my Sultan, O oh our Sultan, show us the realities, the origins, the sources of the shadows, images, and demos, examples that you have blessed us uh, with witnessing in this, in this world. Ve bizi makarrı saltanatına celbet and call us uh, take us to where your sovereignty is stabilized. To the place of the stabilization of your sovereignty. A place where things are not just demos, but things exist in their reality, in their sources. Bizi bu çöllerde mahvettirme. Do not destroy us in these deserts, in, in these arid, barren plains. Bizi huzuruna al. Take us to your presence 
bize merhamet et. Have mercy on us. Burada bize tattırdığın leziz nimetlerini orada yedir. Let us eat the tasty, delicious blessings that you have allowed us to taste here, over there. Let us eat them over there. Here we are only tasting them. We are not satiated. We are not eating. There is nothing that we are actually eating here. We are only tasting. We are taking a bite. And then we are moving on. Let us come over there and let us eat those blessings, your blessings in, in their reality. Bizi zeval ve teb'id ile tazib etme, or before that, we tasted it and the taste is on, on our palate. We enjoyed it and we want its continuity. We, we now desire it. We now desire it. Please take us there and give us the permanent thing. Let us actually eat it. Bizi zeval ve teb'id ile tazib etme. Don't pain us. Don't torture us with cessation and being distant from you. Being sent away from you. Sana müştak ve müteşekkir şu muti rayiyetini başıboş bırakıp idam etme. Do not, do not leave your obedient subjects, these obedient subjects of yours, these admiring, grateful, obedient subjects of yours. Do not leave them alone and do not send them into non-existence. He says this, this aide de camp says this, and he keeps begging, beseeching. Sen de işitiyorsun, and you, you hear it too. Acaba bu kadar şefkatli ve kudretli bir padişah hiç mümkün müdür ki en edna bir adamın, en edna bir meramını ehemmiyetle yerine getirsin, en sevgili bir yaver ekreminin en güzel bir maksudunu yerine getirmesin? Now think of it. Is it at all possible that a sultan who is so compassionate and also so powerful will take care of the needs of the loveliest man, the loveliest needs of lowliest demands of the lowliest man among his subjects as if it is something very important with great care and attention he's, he's going to do that and then is it at all possible that he will not fulfilled, fulfill the demands, desires, aspirations of his most beloved aide-de-camp the most beautiful desires, aspirations of his most beloved aide-de-camp is it at all possible that he is capable of taking care of everything, he has, he has the, the power, he has the generosity, he has the compassion, and he takes care of the needs of the lowliest uh, among his subjects, and then we will look and see that his most beloved is asking for these beautiful things, and he will not, he will not answer that, he will not give that to him. Is it at all possible? This, the intellect will not take this. Halbuki o sevgilinin maksudu, umudun da maksududur, maksududur. And moreover, the aspirations, the desires of that beloved is the desire of everybody else, of, of the uh, overall population. Hem padişahın marzisi, hem merhamet ve adaletinin muktezasıdır. Moreover, it is what this sultan is also pleased with, and it is also a requirement or natural consequence of his mercy and justice. Hem ona rahattır, ağır değil. Moreover, it is easy for him. It is not difficult for him. It's not a heavy burden for him. Bu misafirhanelerdeki muvakkat nüshetgahlar kadar ağır gelmez. Creating that place 
that that eternal abode is not even as difficult as creating these temporary places of display. The places of display and enjoyment that we see around here, his power is infinite. There is nothing that is difficult to him. Uh, anything in comparison to infinite infinity is zero. However, from our point of view, if we, if we were to observe any difficulty or not difficulty, but any um, burden in the creation of what we are observing, what is what we observe here is even more difficult uh, than what we will inshallah observe there because here there is a veil. So it is being created, but it is being created in, in veils. It is being created in, in chains of causality. Something causes something else, and then that thing causes something else, and that thing causes something else, and everything is intricately con connected to one another. Whereas in the Maqar Sultanat, in where his sovereignty will, we will see his sovereignty stabilized, this will not be the case. There, there, we will not need causality for the creation of what he displays. Everything will be created directly uh, you know, through his power. That is the case here too. But in addition to everything that is created directly with his power, we also see the causes being created as veils uh, to, to, uh, before his power. And that has its own uh, wisdom. This is a you know, place of trial and error. There are other wisdoms in it too. So here, one... Uh, things are created and two veils are created to veil uh, their direct connection to divine power whereas in the in the eternal abode there will be only things that are being created directly through his power there will be no veil the veil will be lifted so if anything there is more to be created here than over there in terms of what relates to the creation of each thing there it's going to be eternal, there it's going to be a lot more in terms of quantity, in terms of time, and, and therefore even a flies, even the wing of a fly's worth of something that moves into eternity is more valuable or more weighty than what is in this world. It is because it is temporary, because if you think of it, the, the fly's wing, the wing of a fly, continuous let's say billions and billions and billions of years and if you were to think of this mechanically and let's say we weigh the wing at every second and then we weigh the uh, universe at every second at that at some point because this is going to the fly's wing is going into eternity whereas the universe that you observe has a uh, definite lifespan at some point the weight of the fly's wing will become equal to the amount uh, of weight that we get from the weight of the universe that we keep weighing. And from there on, the fly's will, wing will amount to more weight than the universe, all of the universe itself. So in terms of quantity, in terms of time, it is more over there. But in terms of the intricacy uh, that's involved in the creation, it, is, it entails more here. Again, in comparison to God's power, they are all the same. He has no difficulty in any of this. This is from our point of view. When we talk about difficulty here, we are referring to intricacy. We are referring to what we perceive as uh, difficulty or intricacy or requiring more in, in, in the creation. Not more effort, but more 
of what is being created. So it is easy for him, the creation of that eternal abode is easy for him. It is not even as difficult or it is not as uh, even as intricate as the creation of the display places that we see around in this world. Madem numunelerini göstermek için 5-6 gün sehrangahlara bu kadar masraf ediyor, bu memleketi kurdu. Elbette hakiki hazinelerini, kemalatını, hünerlerini makar saltanatında öyle bir tarzda gösterecek, öyle seyrangahlar açacak ki akılları hayrette bırakacak. So, if we are observing that he has set up places of enjoyment, fairs, displays, for five to six days of existence during which he, is, he shows, his, he demonstrates the examples of his blessings and he spends so much in order to do this and look around the universe how, how much material is used for it and he establishes this this land for this purpose for this like five six days of showing demonstrating uh, the examples of his uh, what, what his treasures he if he spends so much on the creation of this place of course of course he is going to open such places of enjoyment, such displays where his sovereignty stabilizes, that he is going to show his real treasures, his, his perfection, his skills, his capacities over there in such a way that our minds will, will be in a state of awe. And we will say over there, right, the people of the paradise will say, subhanallah. Subhanallah, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, wa akhirah Alhamdulillah, and the and their last call will be Alhamdulillah. Praise and gratitude will uh, be be to God. They will be between Subhanallah and Alhamdulillah. Subhanallah, glory be to God, and Alhamdulillah, praise and gratitude is to God. And this is what the, again, this is what the intellect entails. We are looking around. This is a place of demonstration. This is a place of, this is not the eternal abode. This is just a fair that is set up for us to see things, to enjoy, to appreciate the examples of what is actually out there in his treasuries. And then, of course, there will be a place where he is going to display all of his treasuries, the real things. Not the not the examples to those, to those not to everybody to those who know how to appreciate it, and so in in a sense this is also a very good very beautiful explanation of the reality of the world that we live in. It is a place of demonstration, and this is a beautiful example, beautiful representation that I think we should repeat and in, internalize. We look around, the world is beautiful. We look around, the world is created in a way that shows compassion. How and why? I might have given this example before too. If you uh, prepare a beautiful dish for a small child, something that this child enjoys, let's say a pancake. You put the pancake on the plate, you cut some fruits, and ornament it around. Maybe you put some maple syrup. Maybe you put some, you know, chocolate syrup. You maybe you make a smiley face, or maybe you make a, in the picture of a heart or a flower on the pancake, and then you put this in front of the child, and the child will feel a 
appreciated, loved, and will recognize that the person who prepared this for him has compassion for him. Because you could have just put a plain um, piece of bread in front of the child, and in terms of nutrition, it is not too different from the pancake. It is, you know, flour and water and you know, maybe sugar and etc. involved in this. But the basic thing is, uh, let's say this is made from wheat. The basic thing is wheat flour. And from wheat flour, you can make bread or you can make this pancake and then ornament it. You could have put the bread in front of the child, but no, you put the beautiful pancake that's ornamented, that is uh, you know, made to taste better, that is made to look better, that's made to warm up his heart. The child will understand that he is being appreciated, he's being loved, and the person who prepared this for him has compassion for him. And that is the same thing. When we look around this world, we see that it is beautified for us. And then we see that we know that the person, whoever prepared this for us, has compassion for us. He has provided everything that we need. We need oxygen. There is oxygen in the atmosphere. It is free and everywhere. And it is such a, it is in such a precise quantity that it is exactly what we need. We need stability. The, the earth is made to be stable. The mountains are created as weights that keep the plain lands in place and the earth rotates around itself therefore leading to this gravity and therefore we are we are stable on the ground on earth the earth is moving with with dazzling speed the earth is moving like rotating around itself rotating around the sun the solar system is itself moving in the Milky Way galaxy the galaxy is moving in space and when you consider all of these motions, it is a tremendous amount of motion that we are being subjected to at any given moment. But within that, we need stability and we are given stability. We need nutrition, we need food. The world is made in such a way that there is soil on it. Soil is neither water-like nor rock-like. If it were like water, we would sink into it and we would not be able to cultivate anything on it. If it were rock-like, it would be so hard that we would not be able to cultivate anything on it again. No, it is made from pieces of rock and, and organic matter that allows us to dig and cultivate and from that we can grow our food. We need company. We are created among other people. We are given parents. We are given friends. We are given relatives. We are given nations. We are given a language that allows us to communicate with people. We are given all sorts of things that we need that are necessary because of our creation. We are created in this way and everything else is created around us to meet our needs. And this shows that there is compassion. There is someone who is compassionate, who loves us, who has mercy on us, who has compassion for us. So this is the world. This is the state of the world. But then we also look and see that all of these needs that we feel so deeply are not being satiated. We, we need company. We, love, we need the company of our beloved ones, but they all move on. They all pass away. Either we pass away or they pass away. We love delicious food, but after a point in our life, we are not able to eat it. Or even every meal, we love delicious food, but our stomach has a certain capacity and we cannot eat more from it. We cannot appreciate it more than what our stomach can take. Then we say, 
the one who is so compassionate, who has created all of these for us, and who meets all of our needs, is he not going to meet our most essential need among all other needs, which is eternity? Eternity is our most essential need. The continuity of the blessings that we enjoy in this world is the most essential need for us because, again, as we said before, as the cessation of pain is pleasure, the cessation of pleasure is pain. And he will not subject us to that. We are pleased with all of this. We, we, we enjoy them. We get pleasure from them. But as we get pleasure from them, we think that this is going to come to an end. This is going to come to an end. And everything comes to an end. So it is not like we enjoy it for 70 years and at the end of 70 years it comes to an end. Therefore, if we are heedless, if we can forget the, that very end at the end of the 70 years, perhaps we can enjoy it for 70 years. No, not even that. Everything is coming to an end constantly. Again, we sit at the table to enjoy delicious food, but there is such, you know, a certain amount that our stomachs can take. They tell the story of this man in the old times in the Ottoman Empire, uh, especially in Istanbul, the pashas, the, the notables of the city, would give feasts for iftar, for the fast-breaking during Ramadan at the end of the, the day at uh, sunset. And there was this person who was famous, who had uh, you know, acquired fame for his ability to eat and he was such a you know, connoisseur of food and therefore he was invited to all different uh, feasts. So he was invited to one of these feasts and he keeps eating and eating and eating and eating and then he overdoses. He overdoses and he cannot handle more. He moves to the corner and lies down and people come and say like he's they, they think that he is going to die because of overeating and, and they have some kind of medicine that would help with digestion, so they go to him and say, "Look, you don't look fine. Just take a take a spoonful of this. It's going to help with your digestion." He, with difficulty, he opens his eyes and says, "Look, if I had a spoonful of place in my stomach, I would have eaten one more spoon of that ashura. Ashura is this sweet soup. I would have eaten one more, one more spoon of that ashura, that sweet soup." So that's, that's human nature. We want to enjoy more, but it comes to an end. Either the food finishes in front of us, or the space in our stomach finishes. So then we need to understand that this is a place to taste. We understand that this is a place to taste, not to be satiated. But we saw that there is compassion. He is compassionate. He loves us. He does not want to pain us. We know that. We understand it from the norm that we are observing around. And these are again the exceptions in the norm. Demek bu meydanı imtihanda olanlar başı boş değiller. Saadet sarayları ve zindanlar onları bekliyorlar. In that case, those who are in this in this place circle of trial are not left alone. Palaces of happiness or dungeons are waiting for them. They are not left alone. They are here for trial and after the trial comes to an end when they leave this you know large square that everybody has gathered, they will either go to palaces of happiness and bliss or they will be sent to dungeons. May God make us among those who are sent to palaces of happiness and bliss. And may God protect us from those dungeons because they are so painful. May God 
make us among those who can appreciate the examples, the demos, the, uh, what is being demonstrated here. May God make us among those who show to our Lord that we have the ability to recognize the beauty and compassion and goodness and majesty and perfection in what he demonstrates to us and may God make us among those who are filled with desire to see the permanent realities, origin sources of those. And may that desire be a supplication for us before God that he accepts and, and takes us to his palaces of bliss. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. We read through the fifth uh, proof and inshallah we will continue with the sixth in our next episode subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma allamtana innaka antal alimul hakim wa akhir da'wahu manil hamdulillahi rabbil alamin al-fatiha